0: Happy days are here again, the skies above are clear again. Let us sing a song of cheer again. Happy days are here again. Good evening and welcome to the 48 Shades of Football. Uh, if we're here together, it must be a Monday night. We must be here to talk about the weekend's round of fixtures and all other football related stuff.
1: I think we are, yes.
0: Uh, that's Mark's voice that you can hear.
1: Yeah, sorry guys, my voice is not the best, uh, or maybe for some of you it's better because you can't understand me anyway. But uh, yeah, I have a bit of a, a, bit, a bit of man flu, a bit of a, yeah, a bit of a throat infection. So uh, my participation tonight will be at a minimum. So Ooh. the podcast will be over in 15 minutes, I guess.
0: I've spent the last two days puking my guts up, so it might not be it might not be <laughs> the best podcast ever.
1: So we should probably keep this one
0: for another day, yeah. Despite the fact the season started, there's not really that much to talk about, right?
1: Well, um, yeah, I mean, there's the, I guess there's the first round, the, the the opening weekend.
0: But with our new approach of only doing streamlined reviews of matches we've not seen,
1: yeah, the podcast didn't did do one, then did we really? <laughs> the, the thing is, that, I mean, it's going to get worse because when you're not driving and when I'm back drinking, are we going to review games that we don't remember? <laughs>
0: I wish I didn't remember Saturday's game. <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: I, amazingly, I have a completely different um, uh, viewpoint. Not of the same game, obviously, but.
0: But you will note that the FC Soul Kilt was down in John
1: Well, if by the FC Soul Kilt you mean Ali, who was one of the Diablos, then yeah, you told me that he was down, yeah?
0: Yeah.
1: Sweet. But obviously, like, the K League Kilt uh, was at Songnam where he should be, yeah?
0: Well, the Kaylee kilt's the Kaylee kilt, and the FC Soul kilt's the FC Soul kilt. Yeah. So I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure why you get those two confused, to be honest.
1: Can't imagine at all. Yeah, but I'm feeling certain i would be killed something else midway through the game tomorrow night. But anyway, <laughs> no, no, sorry, no, not sorry, not tomorrow night, Wednesday night. I mean, sorry. Anyway, yeah. So Ali made it. He did. I guess that brings us on neatly to the game then. Can you tell us how many Diablos went down, Paul? <sighs> but okay, this us not just do it from a Diablos point of view. Uh, I heard that there was a bit of a, a bit of a huge um, uh, away support. How many soul fans made it?
0: There were 15 coaches, plus Clark and Ali who went on the train.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I've seen that in a movie somewhere, yeah. And okay. I, I obviously drove down, and okay. I guess a bunch of other people drove down, so yeah, it, was, it was quite packed out.
1: Okay.
0: I believe I sent you a photo.
1: You did indeed, yeah. Uh, like a panoramic view? That was yeah, pretty,
0: it was a bit, which you were going to upload on the blog.
1: Uh, that's going to be done tomorrow morning ok uh, yes I have to pick my photograph Un-
0: unfortunately five of the Diablos didn't make it for some reason so yeah, we have to book online right for the, for the bosses
1: oh yeah I heard about this ok
0: and a uh, uh, good, f- good friend of the podcast Kelly went on- online to book for five people and she went through the process and got to the the screen where you pay your money and the money went out of her account ok and then later, when when we when I phoned up to find out why their name wasn't on the list for the bosses, oh, we just had money from five random people, but you never f- like did the final step to let us know who these people were, so you can't come. And I was like, oh, you're kidding. personally, I half suspect that the the guy did it on purpose. Okay. Because him and Kelly had a bit of a A, a bit of a, a bit of verbals earlier in the week. Okay. Because to actually. Book the bus online, you have to be a member of FC Soul's website, and foreigners can't actually sign up to be a member because it won't let you put the ARC number in. Okay. So last season, we just sent them an, like, a, an Excel spreadsheet of all the Diablos who wanted to go, and they'd do it manually. And they said from this season, they're not going to do that. So we said, Well, how the hell are we supposed to do it then? And uh, so I reckon he did. Uh, I, I seriously don't believe that you can get to somewhere where you paid the money and then it doesn't. Complete the trans- like complete the registration. So I'm pretty sure the guy did it as a as a petty act of revenge.
1: See, I mean, the, this is something that I guess is maybe for an off the podcast chat, but it's something that I do find about clubs. I mean, like, if you so play, you know, in the capital, they they must know that they're going to have probably the biggest uh, foreign contingent. You know, I mean, like, like the biggest amount of foreign fans. Like, that's going to happen. So why don't they make it easy or easier for the foreign fans to actually go and watch FC So? I mean, small places, you know, like Dejan, you know, like Busan. Uh, okay, I mean, Busan's a big place, but in terms of the club, I mean, they maybe don't have, you know, like a lot of foreign fans. But FC SO must realise that there's a pretty big amount of foreigners who they who, like, want to go and see them. So you, you would think that they would make it easier for them to, to actually go?
0: I mean, even if Kelly did screw up the actual application process, when they had money coming in from five foreigners, right, five foreign names, so it was like John Smith and whatever, the guy should have seen that and said, oh, we've got five foreigners who paid money, and we don't have five foreigners on the listing of, of applications. Therefore, I'll call Paul, who's the, everyone knows is the guy that's in charge of foreigners, yeah. and say, are these guys related to you? If they are, then it can be resolved there.
1: Yeah. If they're
0: not, then, well, he's done all he can do. Yeah, didn't take much effort to actually go through it, but he, he just couldn't be bothered, so I'm pretty sure yeah. at some point he's decided, well, Kelly's had a go at me the other day, so therefore I'm not going to.
1: Yeah, that's no good. good. There's plenty of other teams in, in the south area that you can go support, though, so I tell the boys to give them my number <laughs> if you'd like to sort something out. I,
0: I believe the two of them did actually go along to Songnam on, on Saturday instead.
1: Okay, so that was a lot of. I mean, obviously, maybe not as many of your guys that should have been there, but I was still a lot of fans that have been down. I mean, like the, the attendance was 33,000, 32,
0: 32,000? 32,
1: 33, yeah. Which I believe, according to the K League uh, statistics that I've seen, I believe was 14,000 up on the same fixture last year, which was John Book versus Sonam. So, yeah, there was like 14,000 people more at this game. Uh, how was the game itself? Anything to report before we go under the score? Like any, any any, dead animals, like any dead devils or, or, or anything they're waiting for you? Uh, Last year there was a decapitated magpie, this year was there anything? Not that
0: I've heard about, no. There was a massive banner blocking most of the, the uh, away stand.
1: I, I saw it on TV, was that, do you think that was on purpose to stop? I mean, what was the point of that?
0: I don't know, I mean, if you think about the average sort of end stand, you've got with a block of seats behind the goal, and you've got a block of seats either side of the goal, right? Uh-huh. And they put a massive, seriously, a massive banner basically covering the whole of that middle section so that soul fans couldn't go there. So despite the fact we had 15 buses plus however many, so you're talking a good few hundred people, aren't you? Yeah. I guess 15 buses, probably 600, 700 people maybe. Um, and they're all crammed into one side because we couldn't use this middle section we couldn't go over the banner to the other side. It's ridiculous, I mean...
1: What was on the banner? Anything important?
0: Uh, it was an ad for one of their cars.
1: Exactly. Okay. So yeah. Okay, so that wasn't. Uh, so so I guess kind of that maybe wasn't the greatest start then.
0: Got worse before the game started as
1: well. <laughs> okay, what happened?
0: So they normally, come five to well, five to three, five to two, the, pl- the to both sets of players troop out and they stand on the side and then shake each other's hands, etc., etc. Right? And I said, when when they announce the players coming out firstly, out troop the soul players thought, oh, what's this? And then the soul players just stand there awkwardly and then suddenly they start playing Queen, we are the champions and the bloody trombone players just start coming out and the soul players are standing there, like, clapping really awkwardly. Was, again, it was very distasteful.
1: Do you think Seoul agreed to that? Or do you think they were, it was more than being forced into it? I mean, like, do you think... I mean, that, again, Korean culture, could they say no to it anyway? I mean, if the winners of the league kind of ...said this is what we do... ...they could have said no anyway I guess but... Uh, you,
0: ...they must have been pressured into it. ...I don't think they'd agreed to it...
1: Okay. ...I mean don't you think that as the unofficial... charity Shield... ...that that's a bit... ...as you said distasteful... ...I mean you're basically saying that the FA Cup winners... ...should clap the league winners on the pitch... ...I mean surely... Uh, ...if you so win the cup yeah... ...so they're both... ...okay the league... ...obviously more games... ...whatever... But still, you're both like the two. But,
0: but from a Songnam point of view, the FA Cup final, the FA Cup finals, the be all and end all, right?
1: Well, it depends on the Songnam fan. <laughs> <laughs> to be perfectly honest, sometimes if, if you if you win that year, you, you've actually won the the official title of Korea's best team. But um, I think it is a little bit interesting that they... I can get it if it was John Book versus Ulsan, John Book versus Suwon. John versus any other team, basically. But I think when you play the FA Cup winners, making the FA Cup winners stand there and kind of clap you on the pitch is a little, bit, uh, yeah, distasteful is the polite we're putting it. Uh, yes, I
0: I think it's distasteful no matter who the opposition are.
1: But yeah, that's what. Yeah, but I mean, there's a thing that does happen. I mean, I've seen it happen uh,
0: before. But for the, for the opening game of the season. I can see it happening for like the first home game after the the championship's confirmed or the last home game yeah. of the season, but the first game of the new season, I've never seen it happen before.
1: Actually, yeah, the only time I've ever seen it probably actually has been when the championship's been confirmed, right? I know that's what happens in in, in Italy because there was a big uproar when Dundee had an Italian manager who made the Dundee players clap Celtic on the pitch yeah. after they won the league, and half the Scottish players didn't clap. Yeah, another half of your mum down, like hugging the selfie players because they were selfie fans, but that's Scotland for you. Um, but I think yeah, maybe that but that was the same season, yeah? The next season? Yeah that's interesting. It'll be interesting to see if whoever wins the league this year makes John Book do it next year. So I saw that. <laughs> or Songnam after after Well, actually maybe J actually to be honest. After uh, Sunday, yeah. Okay. So that's the game's not started yet but we're almost there like so into the game itself like how was the how was the game I mean uh, we all know the score maybe for our listener <laughs> there was no S missed there, guys maybe for the you know the listener the for my time. mum for your mum it finished
0: 1-0 to Chumbuk
1: 1-0 to Chumbuk which um, I guess was the result that the whole of the league was not wanting to see but anyway um,
0: um, the, the game was quite open both sides were attacking uh, I think Sol faded quite badly in the second half. Okay. Um, they started off very brightly. Adriano had a really good chance after about 15 minutes, yep. which he fluffed.
1: Yeah, I saw that. that, that yeah, I mean, that was for, for Adriano, that was a setter. Yeah. I mean, for anyone, it was probably a setter. But for, definitely for Adriano, on his form so far, you don't miss that.
0: A very sweet pass from him. He yep. was one-on-one with the keeper and just basically poked it very yeah. weakly straight out the keeper.
1: Yeah, he was actually wheeling away it in celebration as well, I think. I think he thought he had it as well.
0: You
1: mm. could say it was a good save, but probably more in the bad miss category, I think.
0: I also think he should have. Because he sort of took one t- one touch to control it with his left foot and then tried to flick it with the outside of his right <coughs> foot. And I think he should have, just, should have just blasted it straight with his yeah. left foot for the first time. Okay. But, um, Sol had a, a, another couple of good chances. Uh, and then. It went into half-time all-equal. Second half came out pretty much the same. Um, Lou went off and they brought on Leonardo, and Chumbuk looks a lot better after that. Um, and then they scored from a corner. Kim up with the header.
1: Okay. Not to be, not, not too uncommon, and unfortunately probably something that you're going to see regularly this season, I think.
0: If you look at the, the replay, he kind of wrestled the sole defender to the ground. Not wrestled, but
1: tussled. Can we tussled, tussled, but I think it's a bit of a man's game as well. I don't know, I just felt... Actually, I thought it was a pretty cheap goal from give away. giveaway. So it, it was. I, I expected a, a lot better from them. And quite interesting, just maybe about 10 minutes, you might be correct me on this one, I don't know, but prior to that, I read a tweet from one of the Tavern Boys saying Osmar has just like, won a header against the bookie. Well, he, he, they don't use the term the bookie, obviously. <laughs> but... I think that's just us. But, uh, yeah, like, Osmar had just won a header, so it, would, it worked as if, you know, kind of, Osmar was containing the Wookiee. Um, so yeah. it was that goal. I mean, it wasn't Osmar that lost it, but still, it looked pretty cheap.
0: Well, the other thing is, like, a lot of the chat among Soul fans have been, why did they... Like, I think Osmar had been pretty much marking the Wookiee up to that point, and then someone else was going to say, well, yeah. well, why did they change marking at that time? I said, but actually... It's not like he out-jumped him, right, because he kind of stooped down to him. Yeah, yeah. It? It's not like the Wookiee won that on his height and no, he just yeah. kind of muscled him off the ball. Yeah. And I think the goalie could have done better as well, it looked like.
1: Um, how, <coughs> how was uh, Park Jong?
0: Park Jong came he's been, on... He's been pretty good
1: though, in the ACL games that he's come on, yeah? Park ge
0: came on probably five minutes after they scored, uh, presumably to make, designed to make some kind of impact, but he was quite useless, to be honest. OK. Um up to now he's made some good movement and some good passing but he didn't really do anything and there was one point where um, you remember Gaza's potential goal against Germany in the semi-finals of the Euro thing where he, where he kind of slides in and sticks his foot and misses the ball by that much from pushing it into the net uh,
1: that much being how much?
0: like 6 inches
1: <laughs> is that what you call 6 inches?
0: <laughs> but um, the, the, I think Osmar swung uh, across the cross and the the Chumbuk defender missed it, and Park Jung was following into the far post, and he didn't even bother sticking his foot out. And it looks as if he like sort of yeah. made a despairing slide; he could have connected with it, but he just didn't bother. So, so yeah, uh, underwhelming, I would say. But then, I think uh, if you talk to at career Racing from back in the day when Trey first came, mm. me and him used to talk all the time about solving a a kind of, well, shaping the man who had no plan B. He makes up the same substitutions after about an hour, and they would have no impact at all. And yesterday, it was, uh, or Saturday was the same, same thing again. He brought on two players at the same time after about 60 minutes, and neither had any impact at all. Okay. So, yeah.
1: So I guess in like the ACL game so far, his plan has worked. Yeah. Whereas maybe if, I guess. What we discussed was that maybe when they were back in kind of like the domestic league the teams who maybe know them a little bit more that can fish them a little bit more that maybe that's when they would need a plan B. Okay. Uh, I think
0: possession-wise, Seoul had more possession. Uh, definitely had more shots on target, I saw the stats. So, And I think they generally matched up well to Chumbuk. It was one of those days where the bouncers didn't go their way. The referees certainly didn't give them anything.
1: It was John Book. It's, it's, not, a, it's not an, un, an untoo common uh, situation, I think, with John Book. Yeah.
0: I think. I think also Chegong. He's got John Book doing the whole what, what, what journalists like to call game gamesmanship, right? Yeah. So it's institutional diving, institutional time wasting. It's not just one or two bad players throughout the whole team. I think I noticed that on Saturday. Uh, anytime any kind of tackle, they just th- sort of throw themselves to the ground and. The referee gave him so many fouls that the the equivalent foul wasn't given. For for any, I'll give you one example. Uh, a Chumbuk guy was on the attack at some point and he had two sole defenders and they basically sandwiched him and got the ball. And the ref gave a foul. And then right, right on, probably 92nd, 93rd minutes, sole guy bursts into the box. The two Chumbuk defenders just crash into him, smash him off the ball. Nothing. Now personally, I don't think it was a penalty. Yeah. Uh-huh. But if he's given the foul earlier, yep. he has to give the same again. But yep.
1: This was a big thing. I mean, obviously, uh, there's no point in talking about things in the past and last season and stuff like that. But the big thing, the big complaint I had last year was the game where Song lost one out to John Book. It was, a, it was a John Book penalty in Tanchon. And literally, like, well, maybe they like, say 15 minutes in, Wangy Joe has what looked like a pretty decent penalty claim. Maybe like 50 50, like but decent enough claim. Referee waved it away ball breaks up the pitch, uh Ethan Gook falls over, uh, no more anywhere near him. Well Kimdo Young actually kinda he fell over to uh, Kim Kimdo Young's foot where if he gets a penalty away. You're like, no, you can't not give if you can't get the one if you don't get the one at that end that was fifty fifty, how do you give the 50-50 one at John Book end, I mean? that seems to be the way. And I guess that's what we what we're kind of up against. But it's not yeah it's something that I think we've heard several different sets of fans saying over the last season and a half or so.
0: And then their, their goalie as well had a lot of time wasting. You know, we, we criticise the uh, Middle Eastern teams for their bed football where they lie down and etc, etc. Last five minutes, their goalie g- gets a, a weak shot from the sole players coming, he picks it up, rolls on the ground, deliberately rolls on the ground, and then he one point he, some one of the probably Adriano slid in near him and he, he sort of jumped over and then rolled on the ground then pretend he was injured. And it's that kind of very cynical Yeah. I mean uh, I guess I'm quite conservative. I, I don't even particularly like it when they drag the ball down into the corner flag and just play around among yeah. each other. But I mean that's still play in play, isn't it? But that kind of deliberate time wasting like from the goal I I hate it. So. Okay.
1: Understand. Mm. So I mean, all in all, like as a soul fan, like do you think as this is it like a c- crushing defeat? Like, I mean, do you think it's going to impact much? On like, I mean, do you think do you still reckon? not as a you know, like take off his soul glasses, but still as a soul fan, yeah. like, do you think so can still like, do you think it is going to John Book's title after watching them play, or did you think that John Book are not all that? Uh,
0: I, I don't suppose many teams will go there and win. So I think. I do feel it was a little bit of a point dropped. I think a draw would probably have been fair, um, but away at Chombuk, yeah I would expect to, if expect this to go there twice I wouldn't expect to win both of them anyway, so
1: okay.
0: I'm not that disappointed. I just hope it doesn't have any knock-on effect for this weekend.
1: Okay, and who do you have this weekend?
0: Sangju at home.
1: Okay. So that's a three-pointer, surely?
0: Yeah, so that's my, my take on the Seoul game. Uh, I can tell by the big cheesy grin that you've got that the Songlam game must have gone better. Do you want to give us a bit of... Uh,
1: yeah, I mean, it was a... Obviously, uh, people were playing Suba and Suba and Bluens, you know, a bit of a kind of... I think one of our rivals, although we seem to have quite a few rivals, to be fair to be honest. Um, I think, yeah, uh, the game the, the game finished 2-0 uh, to Songlam. Uh, it was a pretty... I think the first thing was it was it was it was technically sold out. I think Tan holds like... 18, 19,000 or something, but with the Tempest stand in, they obviously have like a few sections closed. Yeah. With the Sioux One fans being there as well, they had two sections the either side of them closed as well. Blocked, block, like. Yeah, blocked off. Yeah, I guess just in the case there was do any trouble. Yeah?
0: yeah.
1: Um. So there was just over fourteen thousand there, I think, and technically that's it sort of sold out. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, there was obviously spaces and seats. Like you could see them, but not anywhere near as many as you would normally see at a sold game. game. Um, so yeah, I that was. They've got a massive pizza
0: box on the seat that counts as a sold seat, doesn't it?
1: <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it was pretty. Uh, it was pretty impressive. Crowd. Uh, I sat in the stand. Uh, first half, I actually watched it on my on, on my own on my tablet because when I. I thought you
0: could say on your phone.
1: <laughs> on my phone, yeah. By the time I got there, uh, it was kind of the stand was already. More than three quarters full, so I couldn't really be bothered. Can kind I of, to walk through and find you know like the boys that I normally sit with? So I just sat in the first row. And then a half time I moved down and, and, and caught with them. Uh, the game itself, um, I, I don't know. Like, I think similar to last year, uh, it seems to be as if Songnam start each half really well. Uh, the first fifteen minutes of both halves, they absolutely pounded Suwan. Um, the first 15 minutes of the game, like Thiago making his debut, uh, I think we both said this that when he signed, maybe on a podcast earlier in the year, I don't remember the guy playing for Pohang. Like, I really don't remember anything about him. I was completely underwhelmed when he signed. But uh, he, he was a beast in, in midfield, he was absolutely brilliant. He had, a, he had an epic derby, epic derby, epic derby, epic debut and derby, I guess.
0: So, so better than a non existent mortar.
1: Yes, yeah, apologies all round for saying that that Mota actually signed. It turns out it was uh, poorly translated, and it was, he joined their training camp, not, he joined their training camp. He actually just went there and said hello, and then left. And he had no intention of actually coming back to the club, so I do apologise for for mistranslating that, um, from English into podcast English. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah. But P2 did make it. But we'll talk about P2 in a minute, I guess. But yeah, I was like, hugely impressed by Thiago. Like, first, first five minutes, he was skipping past, you know, like, the one challenges. Like, he was taking, like, two or three players on at a time. Not overly impressed by him in the last, maybe, 15 minutes, when he started to fall over pretty easily. Um, but I think that might have been a little bit... He was probably shattered as well, because he did cover most of the pitch. Uh, got a debut goal. He scored the second. Um Ball came over from corner. Uh, got on a free kick, but I think it was a corner. Uh, ball fell to me. He kind of tried to shoot. Maybe it was about like five yards out. He tried to shoot, and I kind of hit. I could of caught myself. I'm kind of trapping the ball and, I, and I hitting the defender. Uh, it bounced back to him. He took it a touch to the side and just like easy, side footed past the goalkeeper who was lying half on the deck. Um, Did he jung it? The keeper. He didn't really jung it. He, Keeper didn't really do anything wrong or anything great. He, he didn't really do much, to be perfectly honest. I think Stornham um, maybe only had like just shy of ten, maybe like uh, like a few shots in goal. Um, they definitely, as I said, they, they had opportunities to make it three 0 They had a couple of opportunities, but um, as I said, like, I think they, they they have this fifteen minutes spell like, at the beginning of the like, both halves, and they, they just looked really impressive. Uh, Kim Dojean opened the scoring, um, and I think if it was meant, if he really did place the shot in off the post, it, it was one of the greatest goals I've ever seen. Uh, if it just trundled around the ground and bounced off the post, it was just like a, a poor shot. But uh, he picked it up just inside his own half, ran inside, probably, he had maybe two or three men on him, took it past one, uh, cut inside. Uh, and then looked up and seemed to place it beyond the keeper um, and off the post. That was maybe 50-something, 50-odd minutes, and then Thiago scored a second like seven minutes later. So I think that's what I mean about that idea of those 15 minutes. I think they looked pretty lethal in the first 15 in the of both halves.
0: But if you look at the overall stats, I think the Blue Wings had 60% of possession, and they had 20 shots to some limbs just under 10, so... The rest of it must have been pretty.
1: There I mean Suwon were poor, like but I guess maybe like twenty minutes in they kinda started coming on to a game. Um Jom was having a, of a good game, he was kind of controlling everything. Uh, Santos was just been above a naff, to be honest, in midfield, but he was kinda of getting in everyone's faces and stuff. Um, they probably should have taken the lead just before mm-hmm. half time. But uh, Kim, Kim Dong-jun, the new goalkeeper from from Yossi University, I guess, who's the under-23 goalkeeper. That's the guy that got called
0: up to the national team for one match last year, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. He's also the under-23 goalkeeper, the guy who shipped three goals to Japan in the final. <laughs> um, and I was really concerned, nervous, uh, about him being the number one choice goalkeeper. But he had an, an amazing debut. I don't think we'll see any better debut from a goalkeeper. He made a couple of point blank saves from Yonki Shin at the end of the uh, the end of the first half. He saved two free kicks from him in the second half and had a couple of other pretty pretty decent shots saved. Uh, he saved sorry.
0: Headed the ball out from a decent volley from the defender.
1: <sighs> yeah,
0: I actually I the header wasn't very good, was it?
1: Yeah, I don't know what happened there. Like the ball kind of came in. That was right where I was sitting. so like it was at the end I was sitting there And the ball came in and kind of, I, th- I think it was Yoon Young son. It's really tough to tell because both Yoon Young son and oh, the other guys that I can't remember have both dyed their hair orange. Mm. So it's quite tough to see which one's which. But I'm sure it was Yoon Young son who kind of like seemed to pass it back, volley it back. I don't really know what he did. But the ball was heading back towards goal. And Kim Dong could have probably caught it and seen what happened. Uh, maybe much
0: to give a back pass. I think.
1: I think it would have been, but uh, I think he probably had a split second to think about it and thought, "I'm not taking that chance." He,
0: he put his hands up and then he just hit yeah. It.
1: And then he really poorly headed it like back, like just literally a yard out, <laughs> uh, and then it was cleared by the Sunderland um, defender and out for a corner. Um, I mean. Beating Suwon is always good. Beating them 2-0 was fantastic. Was it a 2-0 game or could it have been closer? It probably should have been closer. Probably Suwon probably should have got a goal. Probably deserved to go for their possession. But you don't get anything in this game unless you put the ball in right the back of the net. And the Blue Wings didn't. So
0: I was going to ask you about three players in this game. Okay. Uh, obviously Igor didn't play. So he did not play at all. I ask you about him. He did not. Uh, the other two, I think in all the build-up to the season, you mentioned about Hwangi Joe and would he have second, second season syndrome or not. Yeah. Uh, how was his performance?
1: Um, it was okay. Uh, he was incredibly less greedy than last season. Uh, him and Thiago seemed to kind of um, pair up pretty well. Uh, what did happen? Again, as I said, the, the first 15 minutes... Uh, it was all Songnam Then They seemed to Move into a tactic Of just Playing long balls up To Huangy Jo Which was not working Second half They started The same as the first half Got 2-0 up And then started Pinging long balls up To Huangy Jo I don't really think He's that kind of target man mm-hmm. like, He's the kind of guy Who likes to get the ball I mean he, he likes to, to get the, the ball in front of him Like run on and go And, and Like he scored some Fantastic goals You know in his, like, like last season but I still think the way that they were putting the ball up to him, he was, I don't think it was playing at his strengths, to be honest. Something that I did find interesting was his changed number. Last year he was number 16, this year he's number 10. And I always feel that that's something that, that when, when players change from an obscure number to the star number, there always seems to come a bit of expectation and pressure on them. Some handle it, some don't.
0: Does that mean he's going to be the new Michael Owen or the new Maradona?
1: Well, yeah. I mean, well, it's happened a lot of times, you know, like, every club has... I'm not saying Stones number 10 is a particularly, like, legendary figure, but, I mean, clubs have these numbers that, you know, uh, what was it, Newcastle now, Shearer's number... Nine. No, I think. It's now become like the really famous Newcastle number. Like Celtic have number seven because of like Doug Reese Johnson Larson that kind of thing. Um, and I always find it quite strange when players do change numbers. I think there's a lot of superstition about in football. And yeah, I hope it doesn't have a negative impact on them now being Son Nam's number ten. Who was the
0: previous inhabitant of number ten?
1: Uh, I think it might have been Nam jun but I'm not. I'm unsure. I need to check that.
0: Alright. And the other player I wanted to ask you about was the the new Argentinian P two. Uh yep. Was he diddy or not?
1: Uh, he came on, so yes he did uh, but we'd probably been better off with a Peter than instead of a Peter. So did he or didn't he? <laughs> didn't uh, I mean he he wanted the ball, he came on for Kim Do Young, um, he made a couple of decent passes, he looked like he's gonna come in and play that kind of midfield general role. Uh, but he also passed had a couple of pretty poor misplaced passes. So, do I think he's going to be an addition to the team? I think you're going to see him come off the bench. I don't think he's going to be a, a starter any, any time soon.
0: OK, last question about this game. Um, I think we noted throughout the off-season that all, well, a lot of Songham signings seem to be veterans, pretty politely. Yep. Did they handle the 90 minutes okay or did they tire over over the course of the game?
1: Strangely enough, the person who tired most was Park Yong-ji, number 19. Uh, he came out for the second half looking like a shadow of the guy who started the first half. Uh, he looked exhausted. He didn't... I think he maybe got through 50 odd minutes, some number, maybe 60 minutes. Uh, Kim Do-hyun was taken off as always. I don't think he's really got it in him the last 90 minutes. Although... Fair play, Kim. Love the new uh, dyed haircut, short hair. Makes you look about 22. Uh, Unfortunately, you are actually 42. Uh, But the other guy, uh, the guy in defence, Jang Hak Young, got through the game. Didn't really seem to have too many problems. Um, So, yeah, I didn't didn't notice anyone being particularly shattered other than Kim Do-hyun and Park Young-ji. Park Young-ji better get a grip, because, I mean, like... I mean. He's not a particularly old players, I think, and yeah, to be like, that shattered after a uh, half time was, was pretty bad.
0: Alright, so you had a happy day?
1: Yeah, I was indeed, yes, I was very happy.
0: Top of the league for a, bit, for a while?
1: Top of the league for a full day, I believe, 24 hours.
0: Should we take a run through the other four games?
1: Well, let's we'll talk about the game that kicked us off the top of the league, I guess, then.
0: Cheju uh, versus Incheon?
1: Yep. I uh, watched the second half of this. Uh, purely because John Amso one was so boring. Um, yeah, yeah, that was a well, like finished three one. Um, judges, all judges' goals came from set pieces. Some dispute about their second goal, but whether it was actually a judge' goal or, 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 or an own goal, I believe. Um, Quan, I think his name is, uh, swung in the free kick, and no one kind of got anywhere near it
0: it looks like uh, it just went straight in it
1: looks went like straight in but also there's a, a potentially a, an inch player get ahead to it. I don't really know but yeah it definitely looked like a, a goal that a defence and a goalkeeper should be stopping let say
0: the third goal was quite good as well third goal
1: was a good goal definitely training, but, training training ground free kick training
0: ground free kick swing it behind the wall the guy runs from the wall collects it up slides it across the six sharp block and someone taps it in
1: yep yeah Browing free kick oh Chung Chong was the guy who scored the second goal from repeat quick, from feed kick. Quan was the guy who scored the, the third goal. Uh, Inshon's penalty, Paul? Oh sorry, Inshon's goal, came from a penalty? Yeah. Penalty? No penalty? Uh, I only watched the YouTube highlights and it was quite
0: difficult to see, but the, the commentator was very vociferous in saying, oh you can't be pulling shirts like that, so he obviously saw something that I didn't.
1: Okay. Uh, it was Kevin who was pulled down as he tried to perform an overhead kick? Uh, 50-50, I think.
0: L- look to me, is that he just fell over doing his overhead kick rather yeah. than getting pulled down.
1: I'm Un- unsure it really constituted the penalty uh, at one-nil. Uh, interesting though. Um, Kevin then got booked for trying to perform another o- overhead kick, kick in the exact same situation, but he kicked the judgey put in the face. <laughs> I was wondering why you get the, in that situation in an overhead kick. Why would you get a booking? For high feet I get it if you're facing the player But when you're doing a overhead kick And you don't really know where the guy is I don't see how you can be given a yellow card for, for high feet Seems a bit harsh Seems very harsh But he, he accepted it um, To be honest But yeah Jeju Probably from what, what I've seen Looks Yeah A good team
0: Stats wise the game is pretty even But Jeju will run out 3-1 winners yeah. Only 6k there to watch it, but it was pissing with rain. so It was horrendous
1: rain, yeah. I
0: guess that must have had some impact on the casual fan.
1: Yeah, but yeah, one of the lowest tendencies of the, of the uh, weekend, yeah.
0: So you said you started off by watching Chonnam Su and gave up on it. I did indeed. So is there anything you can tell us about that, or should we just
1: say uh, that to and move on? There was nothing worthwhile at all, uh, other than it was Su 1's first game had they played the 90 minutes the way they played the second 45 they would have won the
0: second 45
1: that you didn't watch uh, that was on JTBC TV and I was watching Jeju Inchon on, on, uh-huh. on Sunday. So,
0: so you had them both on but I had, had, had them both on focused, but my focus but, was yeah. on
1: Jeju because things were happening but I kept looking up and seeing and so were by far the, the team that was attacking second half
0: ok alright then two other games to go then which one do you fancy
1: Um. <coughs> neither of us
0: you've watched, right?
1: <laughs> uh, neither of us have watched, but I know the scores. Um, Sangju Osan, let's do that one first. The other game they competed Sunday.
0: Yeah, I watched the YouTube highlights of this. Um, it's very interesting that, according to the stats, also had 56% of possession, but they only managed four shots during that time, whereas Sangju had ten shots though with less possession. Um... Basically, the, the, the highlights seem quite even, but Ulsan's defence was terrible.
1: Yep, that's what he I heard, was yeah. terrible. How about uh, your ex-man himself, like, sole goalkeeper who knocked back Songnam He moved to Ulsan, Kim Jong-de? Uh, based on the 10-minute hi- highlights,
0: his his debut was a bit ropey, I'd say. Okay.
1: The,
0: f- the first goal he couldn't do much about because it was a, a Sangju free kick that one of the defenders in the wall just kind of stuck his head up to and kind of basically flipped its loop beyond him into the corner. So he was completely wrong-footed okay. by that because he'd he seen where the ball was going. So it was an own goal? Or? Um, it's one for the dubious goals committee. Okay. I don't know whether they gave was an own goal, but it was a defi- definite like change of direction which made, made it go in. Second uh, goal? Second goal, the Sangju player got the... He raced into the box and Kim Yong day came out and the Sangju player stabbed it past him and it went onto the post and bounced out out again, and the, the Ulster and the fence just sat there doing nothing, so the Sangju player got up, ran to where the ball had bounced out to, and tapped it in the net. And Kim yong Day was the only player that actually made a movement to get there, but not much you can do about it. And then at one other point during the, the, uh, the match, he did get a back pass from sort of 10 metres outside the 18-yard box, and he dilly-dallied, and the Sangju player actually ran in and, and stole the ball off him. But he got away with that one as well. So,
1: so not, not a particularly good debut, yeah? No. And I guess Osan are looking like Osan 2015 and not O-San 2000, um 2013,
0: yeah? Yeah, they yeah. looking pretty much like the, the Osan team that started last year.
1: Okay. Except, Which is yeah. not good because I kind of reckon that they could have had a good season this year, but... Um, okay, Do you think they missed the rookie?
0: Um... They didn't show much San attacking highlights, so I'm going to say yes.
1: Okay. So I guess that brings us up to the the one final game, which was Pohang-Gwangju.
0: Game of the round, you reckon?
1: Oh, that was a Pohang victory one, well, no, surely, yeah. <laughs> Gwangju are never involved in good games. Okay, yeah, um, three each? Three each. Um, what can we say about that game? I mean, like, pretty amazing, yeah? Definitely match of the round, game of the round.
0: Two 0 two nil to Kwangju with three minutes to go. Yeah, and it finished three each.
1: Finished three each, yeah, incredible. Um, but wait, I guess, we should probably mention that um uh guk Jong guk Jong How was name wrong?
0: As did I for the longest time.
1: <laughs> okay, Jong guk uh, was starting. The pitch uh, was starting for Kwangju. Did, did he have a decent debut?
0: He did. He got two goals. Um, one of them was very well taken. Uh, a, right, a shot with his right foot from. Uh, quite a narrow angle so uh, that that was his first goal, second one was just a tap in on the line but he also had a couple of other good shots and a lot of good movement Which uh, he did. I, I guess we'll get onto this support in a minute but uh no okay. he didn't do that for Sol so, no Okay,
1: Okay. Um, <coughs> so what about so that was 2-0 with As you said that there'd be a few minutes left uh, um, at that point career racing texted me and said some reminds the lines of uh, I hope you're watching the Pohan game or Pohan try to fight back against 10 man Gwangju I didn't know Guangzhou the man set off until that point was it a, a, a deserved red card have you, have you seen the highlights uh,
0: I didn't see what you got booked for for the first yellow card the second yellow card it was he it was the left back that we both picked for our team of best 11
1: the guy with the strange name Yeah.
0: Um, the poor hand guy was breaking down the right wing and they kind of crashed into each other and it looked like as he was falling down he kind of grabbed the poor hand guy. So again, I think it was a bit harsh given the the position where it was and a, a person I wouldn't have given it but then I'm not a professional referee. Okay. And then somebody knew was a guy that was actually refereeing, yes,
1: yeah, <laughs> had an any in Korea, yeah. So at that point, that was 2 0 or 1 0?
0: That was 2 0, and 2-0. that was about 25 minutes ago.
1: Okay. Uh, and then uh, all, all hell broke loose, that just went crazy, yeah? Like yeah. Pohang scored three goals in two minutes.
0: Yeah, I think I think it was 87, 90, and 92. The three, yeah. three goals went in.
1: Pretty incredible, yeah. So they went 3 2 up, next second minute. Pohang fans all, all celebrating obviously, the game's over. Obviously, look at the first points of the season, and then Guangzhou get a penalty in the 98th minute. Yeah, uh,
0: and it, this one was actually a penalty. He, the the, the Guangzhou striker was running past the, the Puang defender, and he kind of clipped his heels and tripped him over. So, definitely a def, definite penalty for me.
1: So, nice to up three three each. Three each,
0: but they didn't really celebrate. very it. Mild. No, they were like kind of shaking each hand, shaking each other's hands, <laughs> <laughs> looking worse, The only guy that went wild was Chong Jooguk, actually.
1: Well, he probably is Pohang, right?
0: Alright then, so that's the reviews done. Um, You said you wanted to introduce a new section for the podcast this week, Player of the Week.
1: Player of the Week, we do indeed. So the idea of this is that uh, each round, or each each week, uh, Paul and myself will pick who we think uh, is the Player of the Week. Uh, You can feel free to ignore us, or you can feel free to comment uh, anywhere through the usual social media. Um, but yes, the player who we think we may or may not have seen him perform, we may have seen him in highlights, but the player who we think was the standard player of the week, yeah? And
0: because of the way we're doing this, we may have missed the actual player of the week if he was involved in the game, which we've not seen.
1: Yes, but it's what we think is our player of the week, and yeah. we all know that we don't generally agree with the K League. <laughs> okay, so Paul, you, you want to give us the first ever player of the week? On the issues' not the first ever, ever, but the first four issues of football player of the week.
0: Um, for me, I'm going to pick Jongjo-guk of okay. Gwangju. I mean, people who've talked with me over a regular period of time will know that I thought he used to be a good player and then he broke his leg, what, four or five years ago, went off to France, came back, and basically was quite useless. Um, and for me, he was one of the players I didn't understand why Sols kept him around. But he seems to have gone down to Gwangju in his first game, so obviously he scored two goals, he looked lively. He looked interested, which is one thing he didn't really look when he was playing for Seoul recently. So, a good debut for him. Um, yeah, very good performance, I thought. Okay. Uh, take it you're not going to agree with me.
1: Uh, I'm not going to agree with you. I, I'm not going to go for the Patriot as my player of the as my player of the week. Uh, my player of the week, uh, I guess I've touched on it already. Uh, my player of the week has to be Kim Kim Dongjin, the Songnam goalkeeper. It was a display it, it was a brilliant display. He made at least four or five obviously would say world class saves. Uh, the save from, from Young Kihoun's free kick was uh, world class. Um, I mean we all know that that's Young's trademark. I mean that he swings the ball over that wall really, really quickly. Uh, it goes up and down like really quick uh, and for him to get across his goal and and save that was pretty amazing and then the, the two point blank saves at the end of the first half as well so yeah for me definitely for me uh, my player of the week is uh, Kim dong
0: ok I guess performance like that will have got him into the national team for the upcoming world cup qualifier and friendly
1: uh, It would have done had he had that performance for a Japanese team <laughs> but unfortunately had it for a Korean <laughs> team
0: um, so, so the, the team was announced a couple of days ago, right?
1: Uh, yes, yes, yeah.
0: And uh, you had a rather in- indignant look on your face when you saw it.
1: Uh, yeah, I thought it was a. If I have to be honest, uh, which I guess I am being here, uh, this is not my rant, we'll have that later. Uh, or maybe it's the same time, maybe I, I, this is the rant at the same time. I thought it was a ridiculous team. Um, I think it's a, t- it's a kind of team who for me does not encourage any player to stay in the K League and nurture their talent in the K League. As um, friendlies as they were, like Thailand and Lebanon.
0: Lebanon's uh, a meaningless World Cup qualifier because yeah. they've already qualified.
1: And Thailand's a friend or something. Yeah.
0: Thailand they were supposed to be playing Kuwait in the last World Cup qualifier, but Kuwait have done something naughty and they've been. Kicked out of the tournament So they've, they've arranged A last minute friendly With Thailand
1: Yeah, So I mean Basically like Two dead rubbers Of games um, And I get The fact that you do Still pick You know like Main players I get that But I think Now is the time They can have, have A look at some of the The kind of You know like The fringe Korean players the, the K-League players Closer to home You know what I mean Like we're trying to get You know like Interest back in the K-League uh, That can come by having K League players wearing the reds in the country, like representing the country. And I think when you have two meaningless games, he should really have gone for it. Um, okay, I get I just, the point.
0: Let me just go through the team, the players yep. he's picked. So he's picked three, three keepers all play from the, in Japan. <coughs> yep. So Kim Jin Hyun, who plays for Suretsu Osaka in j 2 Yep. And then Kim Sung and Chung Sung Young, who both transferred to Japan over the close season. Yep. In defence, he's got uh, three players playing the Bundesliga, uh, three that play in the Chinese Super League, one that plays in Saudi, and one that plays in Japan. Yep. The guy making his debut. Yep. And then in midfield, he's got uh, three from Qatar, two from the Premier League, and two from Germany, one from China, and one from Korea.
1: Yep.
0: And then up front, he's got... Jo of Songnam, of Ulsan, and then the, the guy that plays in Portugal.
1: Yep. So, um, so yeah. Um, out of that team, I get, I get. I mean, okay, I understand him picking uh, Kim Jin un I think the idea that he was the like his, his his main pick during the uh, Asian Cup. Yeah. Uh, I think he was injured, uh, so I get him bringing him back. Uh, picking the Jung when he. Did he really pick him when he was in the K-League?
0: No. Um, he, he was the kind of the third choice, well, the fourth choice, really. They got yeah. brought up into the third choice when the other, one of the guys wasn't available.
1: Yeah. Whereas right now in the K-League, you know, they, you have what is that the, the Quansong Quan quantum is the captain. Yeah. Um, it's very strange. I mean, I, I, I mean, especially, you know, I think uh, quality a pretty decent game in the, in the ACL against Tokyo. He made a couple of a good saves. And this is what you're talking about Asia's premier tournament, yeah? Yeah. So you would think players who are playing well in that tournament, I would think, should get you know, like picked before guys playing in like, you know, J2 or, or, or whatever, yeah? Um, then I think, I mean, okay, I get the idea of like uh, Kim Young Kwan, I think. Uh, John Durden recently described him as being the, the greatest Korean defender. Um, OK, I get that, but...
0: I, I think all the guys playing in the Chinese League you can't really complain about because they're all playing every minute of every game. Yeah. They're all regulars, but some of the guys playing in Europe they're yeah. fringe players, squad players, not even squad players. If, if you look at, say, the guys, th- three guys from Germany he's picked in defence... He's got Kim Jinsu of Hoffenheim who last played first of February, Pak Juho of Dortmund who last played twenty fourth of January, and Hong Jong ho of Augsburg who played what well he did play this weekend, but none of them are exactly setting the league alight, are they?
1: Yeah. I mean I think there's probably players I I, I definitely think he, he could look at players closer to home. You know, like for example, Yoon Young son, you know, he he called them up at at the end of last season, didn't play him. So why not pick him? Do you know what I mean? Like um, You know, like uh, I'm sure that you know, like there's players in the you know, like in the league that we could call up. Do you know what I mean? Maybe even some of the other 23 players who played well, you know, like, in, in the road to Rio. They've qualified now. Do you know what I mean? So bring them in. You know, like bring them in and play them in. The, you know, like, and get them, you know, like a bit of, kind of full team experience. Yeah? You know, like, have a have Yun Young Sun playing, or at least in the same training camp as Kim Young Kwan. You know what I mean? Yeah. He has all the he has that experience playing in a grander grandy for, for the last couple of years. Have him, you know, with the young guys. You know what I mean? Uh, but instead, bringing up guys that, yeah, I mean like, like Park Ho um, Kim Jong-un Park, Park
0: Ho's played 300 minutes of football this year, this season.
1: The season. I mean, that's a guy that's not playing. And he gets a copy of the Korean national team?
0: Same for each young young palace, right? Three hundred and three hundred according to software, three hundred and thirteen minutes of, of football this season.
1: Yeah. Not so, played uh,
0: since Valentine's Day.
1: Yeah. I mean I just I think what he's done is he's, I get the fact that you go with players who 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 you know for the backbone of the squad, for the majority of the squad you go with the, you know, like with guys who you know like Ki Sung young should never be out of any Korean national team you know the Sonny Young men if possible I guess he's made that deal with Spurs that he won't call them up while the while the league's on but they have to free him at the Olympic Games yeah
0: but it's not even a deal though
1: yeah I mean, it's, it's not even a deal it's
0: like it's a it's a, uh, a show of good faith yeah we're going to we're going to do this for you now on and we hope that when it comes to the summer we'll you'll let us use him and I think Spurs might
1: well I think Spurs have got it because if they get a medal then that's it so I, I might, think maybe yeah. keep some of that thirty five million, yeah. It's not as, yeah, it's not as clear cut.
0: I think if it was it, given that he's got the chance to get out of military service, I think they'll carefully consider it. If there wasn't anything if there wasn't even that hope, they'd just tell the time to sort off, wouldn't they?
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, uh, so yeah, I mean I think it is something that I think as I said, I mean key understanding I get, but I think some of the other players that he's picked, uh, as you said, I mean like, like he each on their own, why is he near, why is he even anywhere near a national team anymore?
0: So, um, once the squad was announced, I obviously had a, a press conference with Uli, and some intrepid reporters asked basically the same questions as you did. you want me to take, through, take you through his answers?
1: Yes, please, yes, because I, I, I don't speak Spanish.
0: <laughs> the first question I asked was why have you picked Ko jin and Oh sok So Oh sok is this right back from Gamba Osaka, who's basically been a squad player in Gamba for the last three or four years, yep. played a handful of appearances each year. He has started so far this year. Ko Myung-jin, obviously ex-hole player, um, went to Qatar last summer. Uh, the team he plays for in Qatar now are, like top of the league by 30-odd points, so he's obviously doing quite well there. And his answer was, I've actually been watching both for the last few years, but they were inconsistent. But this year, I've been watching them again, and they've showed greater consistency, so I'm giving them a chance.
1: Okay, <coughs> I mean, I I think that on board. I think that's a decent enough answer. I mean, look at Kim You've got to say that he's. I mean, he's made enough appearances. Like, I mean, he, he, he hasn't exactly not been used. You know what I mean? So
0: yeah. Second question was why haven't you picked Son Min? And as we just mentioned, they're doing as a good because uh, of the situation Tottenham are in at the moment, trying to win the Premier League, still in Europe. As a show of good faith they've decided not to pick him this year on the hope that they'll allow allow him to be picked for the Olympic squad this summer. Uh, the next question he was asked was, Why have you brought back Yi Jong hyop from Ulsan after such a long time? And his question what, uh, his answer was um, among the players I've picked, players such as Yi Jong Pak Chu ho, Kim Jin soo, Yi shouldn't be picked based on their recent performances or recent sort of opportunities to play um, however uh, this match is basically meaningless and they've been key players over the last sort of two year well is it he've been around for a year two years yeah so therefore I want to give them one more chance to see what they can do I mean he says several of them have been out through injury rather than b- by being dropped so he wants to see sort of sort of have them come to training and see what their performance is like. Mm-hmm. And see whether they merit being in the team going forward. His last comment about jung Hup was to say that, uh, based on the match at the weekend, so the All the San Sangju game, he said, what well, he said is, the guy basically said the guy was rubbish. However, if you think about players like Cristiano Ronaldo or L- Lionel Messi, um, those players are so skillful that you can't write them off on the basis of one game. Uh, basically, he, he was saying that the guy the, the reason he jumped up was rubbish because of the he didn't get any supply from the Olsan midfield.
1: So I that bet like Cristiano Ronaldo saying, if only the, the other ten players were as good as me, we wouldn't have lost. Yeah. He's basically saying if only Olsan had eleven each jung yups. Exactly. <laughs> okay.
0: So <laughs> what do you, what do you say about you got you got any rebuttal to, to Uli's comments?
1: I promise I wouldn't swear during the night. Uh, my rebuttal is quite simply that I believe that's a lot of horse shit. <laughs> uh, I believe that's rubbish um, as I said they were players I believe there are players currently in the league that he could have picked up and called up uh, you saw exactly what uh, FC Seoul's Shin Jin-ho yeah. the new guy did against uh, Sanfreshi Hiroshima yeah. in the ACL yeah. talking about Japan's best team apparently had just won the Emperor's Cup yeah. tore them to shreds yeah. um, you're looking at Kumu Yeo, who strolled through uh, John Book's ACL match against uh, Tokyo. deserves a call-up. Uh, the two of them could come into midfield easily route replace route replaced. I-, I was wondering why Quan Jong has been dropped. Uh, Kwon Chang-hun's actually injured, I think, because he uh. he, he's not playing this week's ACL match either. Okay. I was thinking the same thing as well. Because I was going to say that he should have been promoted... Because um, I know he played in the under-23s yeah. right, recently. Uh, obviously, that uh, you obviously have you have Moon Chang Jin, He's in the he's in the under-23s squad right now. So young I think him.
0: the under-23s have also got two matches. Yes, at the same time.
1: Yeah. Against
0: uh, Algeria.
1: Yeah, I mean Shinty Young's picked roughly. I mean, a pretty decent squad. He's picked a lot of players based in in, in, in the K-League, which may have had an impact on Uli. Then maybe Uli said, OK, I'll, I'll let you take the young boys, the under-23, have them all play together. Fine, I get that, but I still think there are players that should have been in in the um, squad, yeah. yeah. It took him long enough to pick Wangie Joe, so I'm happy Wangie Joe's there, but I still think there are other K-League players that could and should have made it.
0: So, yeah, three K-League players out of the whole squad of, what, 20, 24 or so, is it?
1: Yeah. It's not not a lot, yeah. And I think he can explain it the way he does. Um, And we can say the K-League has just started back, so maybe he's given them a bit of time, blah, 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 blah. But ultimately, I think in a situation where people are not coming to the K-League it's the first weekend it's the opening weekend and we have huge attendances at, at games so people do want to watch something um, he had a chance to picked more of the K-League players and I think he would have got people going and turning up maybe see Shin Jin-ho Korean national team player
0: So w- will you go to this game? It's down in Ansan on a Friday night
1: uh, Is it next Friday? Yep uh, Maybe but I'm unsure but I might go yeah
0: the Thailand matches away I
1: think yeah I might go down to it yeah
0: I haven't seen Lebanon I have so I won't bother.
1: yeah I might go down it depends on my work schedule but yeah I might go down with my Wang Joe t-shirt on
0: ok I guess that brings us on to this weekend's fixtures ok uh, so w- will you be going to a match?
1: Uh, yeah I'm, I'm hoping to take in two games this weekend it's um, my plan in your, in your different tartans Uh, strange enough not the two games that you think I'll be taking in but anyway so you're going to Inchon then yes I am indeed Um, so there's two games on Saturday four games on Sunday so on Saturday we have Sioux One's first ever home game in uh, Keighley Classic hopefully their temporary stands Mm -hmm. will be fixed and and up and ready by then although considering the fact that they have no fans it doesn't really matter if it is or not I guess Um, so they have a three o'clock kick off they take on the mighty Songnam uh, I will be at that game. Uh, let me rephrase that. I will be in Suwon if I can find the stadium. I've heard it's really easy to find. so yeah, yeah, it's Just take the bus. Yeah, so I do to take the bus from Sadang all the way there, yeah? Yeah. I just need to not take the same bus I take to the chicken ranch. Yeah, it's a different bus. <laughs> it's a different bus, right. Um, so, yeah, so I'll definitely be uh, be there. I'll be at Suwon, Songnam. Um... Definitely. Uh, that one preview uh, after watching Songnam, after watching Sioux one in the weekend, Songnam should get a win.
0: Okay.
1: The other game on Saturday is Gwangju versus Jeju. Uh, wow, cat amongst the pitches. No idea. Both teams scored three goals. Uh, Gwangju conceded three, Jeju conceded one. <laughs> no idea. Okay. One each. Nothing each. Four draw. Then
0: you're going to check out to Incheon on Sunday.
1: The plan is to go to Incheon on Sunday, yeah. Inchon versus Pohang. Uh, I'm also going to Pohang this week for the ACL game, so a lot will hinge on whether or not I can stand...
0: I can feel a new hashtag coming up. <laughs>
1: yes. <Whore> kill. <laughs> 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 like, whether or not I can stand uh, being in the Pohang end twice, I don't know. But if I can stand watching Pohang twice, I'll go to okay. Yeah, That's a 2pm kick-off.
0: Okay. Uh, for myself, I'll obviously be at Seoul versus Sangju.
1: Yeah, you, you see you think they're still the bogey team. Um,
0: it wasn't that so much that. Well, that, that season, uh, Seoul did poorly against Kilmam as well. Mm. I think all the, the both teams who got relegated. They did really poorly against. So I think they were a bit overconfident. Um, hopefully, I mean, Seoul this year are quite a quite a lot different to Seoul of last year or the year before. So okay. I'm, I'm really optimistic.
1: Yeah, that one that one's got to be at home. man. even though Sangju beat Ulsan to 0 Ulsan were poor. Yeah, gotta imagine Seoul will win that game. If
0: Seoul really want to be considered as title challengers, they've got to beat Sangju at home.
1: Yep, we agree definitely. Speaking of title challengers, who are John Book this this weekend?
0: They're going away to Ulsan.
1: Who are not title challengers?
0: <laughs> I mean, last year Ulsan started strongly, won their f- their opening two games, I think against against uh, Seoul at home and then Poang away quite easily, and then they. Basically, went into a nose dive and didn't win again for a couple of months, right? Yeah. So maybe they're going to do the reverse of that this year.
1: Well, do, I mean, I think definitely, if they, again, if they're going to be considered not, you know, they not have the same mayor of a season as they had last year, they've yeah. got to be winning their home games, even if it is against the Mighty John Book, yeah? Yeah. Still going to be winning that. Okay.
0: Just lose one more game?
1: Yep. Still won Blue things against the Dragons, the Chickens against the Dragons. So If I decide that I cannot handle Pohang, amazingly, if I decide I can't handle Pohang twice in the space of four days, five days, I'm going to amazingly go and see Sue one journal.
0: You're definitely not going to come to Seoul? I'm
1: not going to Seoul, no, I'm not, going to, I'm not going to make it.
0: But you've got your season ticket. I don't have, I don't have a season ticket for Seoul. You have access to a season
1: ticket? I don't have access to a season ticket either. I never, I, that was a, a suggestion that was texted. I, never, I don't have access to it.
0: So you'll not be using that the whole of this year?
1: Um, I, may, if it, I may or may not but probably not uh, definitely I, I mean like so uh, I feel like if I'm being honest Sol Sanju doesn't really fill me with the same excitement as inchon Poheim or so One Jonham strangely enough no like Sol you I reckon that is to the point, I think that Seoul will run out maybe 2-0 victors but I don't see it being a particularly good game I've, I remember being at Sol you two years ago Yeah, you 1-1-0 was a Midweek game, I think it was one that was you uh, And I remember, I, I, if I can avoid watching you this year, I probably will. Yeah. I, I just don't like watching them. I, I, I think they're. I just don't like watching them. Mainly probably because they're there. I don't know because because the, they're the army team. I just feel they lack something about them and their fans. I, I just yeah, I'm not a big fan of them. Okay. So yeah, and uh, I might take in Blue Wings just because I don't know how much longer that club has left. <laughs>
0: It's interesting they've got both Suwons playing home on the same weekend. Yeah. yeah. Would never happen back home, would it?
1: Never. But definitely days,
0: Obviously, the police aren't worried about their overtime. And
1: <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> definitely not. But yeah, so, yeah, I mean, I'm going to, as, as I say, definitely try to take in two games this weekend. But we'll see what happens.
0: How many games are we going to give it before we redo our predictions?
1: I'm already reconsidering mine. <laughs>
0: Okay, right. Um, have you got something to rant about this week?
1: I think I ranted about early enough, no? I think my rant was about early and the fact that I don't believe he's picking the players he should be. I think he should be respecting the K League more. Also, it should be said that he looked as bored as hell watching uh, the Suwon, the John Am Suwon game. I think he watched. Okay. Yep, on t- it was on TV I saw him, so it must have been JTBC. He, 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 he was at that game and he looked like he wanted to be anywhere but there. To be honest, so did the players and, and all the fans. But still, when your national team manager looks like he just wants to kind of leave and cry, then I think it's not good. I wonder who he's watching then. Well, apparently he scouts at the game, but who was he watching in that game? No idea.
0: Yeah, you, you said he watched a bit of that suwon that game, right?
1: Yeah, I watched yeah.
0: I, I suppose I should have asked you what the what the uh, Suwon foreigners look like, the the Belgian
1: guy and the Belgian guy didn't play one of the two foreigners that played were Adrian Lear and Australian the Australian and the G- Spanish guy Gavallon. Gavallon. Yeah. Um yeah they, like, they both looked like they started in defence okay it was kind of how it looked uh, definitely Lear the Australian boy was in defence yeah I mean he kind of got uh, they didn't look impressive but they didn't look terrible it was, just, it was a really boring game it was just not a whole lot happened in it at all
0: just to finish up then if we're not going to do a proper rant I think the reason why Seoul lost this weekend was their formation here, if you look
1: they played a 1-1 one,
0: 6-3 one, a 1-6-3 formation, yeah according to the K-League website
1: a 1-6-3 formation? <laughs>
0: yeah, one defender six midfielders, three strikers
1: that would get you from <laughs> that may be why they lost, yeah wow, the K-League website really is a useless shower of guff right I mean is that even a recognisable formation one defender six midfielders, and three out to be up front
0: especially given that Koyoan is playing right back is there as a the striker
1: oh Kaylee, no wonder people watched KBO so on, on that thought I guess we'll, we'll call it a day we'll, we'll call it a day, I guess uh, our, our music will be appropriate
0: in day